from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. G'day there, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Yes, it's the national news for week commencing April 26, 2020. The RSGB in the UK has been adding updates to its Sharing Ideas section of its Coronavirus Updates page. You'll find that link on the text edition of WIA National News. There are reports from Denby Dale Amateur Radio Club, Spalding Amateur Radio Club, Norfolk Amateur Radio Club, as well as news of two new technical videos on ATV and microwave operations that the RSGB has added to its website. Find out what others are doing around the world, be inspired, and stay safe. WIA celebrates her 110-year anniversary. The Wireless Institute of Australia will be activating special event stations to celebrate the WIA's 110-year anniversary on air from April 18 for six months with nine official call signs. For example, VK1WIA, VK2WIA, VK3WIA, etc. and VI100WIA. We'll have more when Lee Moyle steps up to the mic with Felix a little further down the log. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia's national news service. Not just what happens, but what matters. Howdy, it's Aidan here, VK4 APM, with an update on the recent poll regarding the Foundation Licence Syllabus. Following an intense week of polling, a total of around 1,400 people, or 10% of the amateur cohort, have had their say. The scope and depth of the Foundation Syllabus is clearly a divisive subject. In the red corner, we have those in the community who are of the view that the Foundation qualification should be more difficult. We need to keep the standards up. And in the blue corner, we have those in the community who are of the view that the foundation qualification should prepare the holder for their future learning journey in the amateur service without creating any unnecessary barriers to entry. After all, we need as many new operators as we can get. Clearly, these are diametrically opposed positions. So what about the results so far? After a week of polling and about 1,400 respondents, 1,100 respondents, or 78%, believe that no new substantive elements should be added to the syllabus without community review. 1,122 respondents, or 80%, believe that amateur radio should be referred to as a service and not a hobby. 880 respondents, or 63%, believe that the proposed material on duty cycles should be excluded. 825 respondents, or 59%, believe that the proposed material on resonance should be excluded. 1,257 respondents, or 90%, believe that the Australian standard electronic symbols should be used. And 1,164 respondents, or 83%, support the other alterations as suggested by the WIA syllabus review team. The WIA is now intending to keep this poll open until midnight on the 1st of May to allow other operators to join the poll and get involved. We encourage all operators who have not yet done so to sign up at http colon slash slash poll.wia.org.au. Once you have signed up, you will receive a confirmation email and then a few days later, you will receive a personalised invitation to participate in the poll. 
The Future of Amateur Radio program is an ongoing opportunity for you to have your say in how the amateur service in Australia is regulated. The information that the WIA obtains from these polls is used to ensure that the WIA is representing the views of the membership and the general community and we want everyone to be involved. If you have not signed up, get involved and have your say by visiting poll.wia.org.au. That's all from me, 7-3, Aidan, VK4, APM. In a time when so many societies and ham magazine distributors are opening their doors and providing free access to read their mags, comes this disturbing news from the WIA president. I saw this on the WIA front page news section, but in brief, it deals with AR Magazine, March, April. Greg Kelly, VK2GPK, WIA president types, the new issue of AR Magazine has been delayed due to unforeseen circumstances. We hope to have it published soon. WIA apologises to members for any inconvenience and appreciates their continued support. It's congratulations to two WIA directors-elect as we check out the education scene. Monday night, April 20, was an historical moment. Oscar Rees, VK3TX, and Lee Moyle, VK3GK, conducted Volunteer Examiners Australia Incorporated's first Australian Maritime College online remote amateur radio exam. Oscar and Lee are both AMC Level 3 assessors and authorised to conduct remote assessments on behalf of AMC and are both WIA directors-elect. Lee, VK3GK, joins us. Oscar mentioned it was an extremely successful remote exam session and the candidate in Perth was ecstatic that he was able to sit his amateur radio exam remotely, given the current AMC restrictions imposed on person-to-person exam sessions. The candidate sat his foundation licence exam, including the practical, and on completion told us very excitedly that he was already studying for his standard licence upgrade. Good job. It's moments like these that make it all worth it. It's part of that personal reward for volunteering your time to help others achieve their goals. WIA congratulates AMC for the introduction of the online remote amateur exam accessibility and the current COVID restrictions having been enforced and restricting many people to be housebound, seemingly rekindling that desire to study and become a radio amateur. The ultimate in social distancing now has potential candidates requesting copies of the WIA's foundation manual like never before. In fact, in the last 21 days, the WIA has had online orders for around 46 manuals. The result is many exam candidates are queuing up to sit their amateur radio exam remotely, as the number has been increasing over the last several weeks now. If you need a foundation manual, just jump online and order one from your local club or go to wia.org.au and select WIA Bookshop under the Four Members menu. Remote ham radio exams are not anything new, as Lee conducted the WIA's second remote exam session in October 2017 from Cocos Killing Island, when he was there during the VK9XI, VK9CID expedition. Lee, along with the local candidate and with the second assessor, Ron, VK3DQ, who was residing back at home in Australia. The exam back then was conducted using Skype, just as it is currently being done with the new AMC procedure. In hindsight, it seems the WIA were very advanced and forward-thinking back then to be utilising the current technology of the day to be advancing the hobby. Lee has a long history with the WIA and the WIA exam service as he is a 13-year WIA veteran assessor. 
Oscar has had extensive experience in training and examination services professionally and during his involvement in his amateur radio career. Both Oscar and Lee are accredited AM3 Level 3 assessors, which gives them authorisation to conduct remote online assessments and are also both approved ARRL volunteer examiners for USA licensing assessments administered locally in Australia, which are currently conducted in conjunction with Volunteer Examiners Australia Incorporated, VEA, who have exam teams around the country that have both ARRL volunteer examiners and AMC approved level 2 and 3 assessors amongst them. See the VEA website at www.vea.org.au for more information on joining with VEA, for information on how to obtain both your Australian and your USA Amateur Radio licence. Come join us on this fantastic journey and fascinating worldwide hobby of Amateur Radio. 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We begin this week with news from New Zealand. Mark Gooding, Zulu Lima 2 Uniform Foxtrot India. NZART President has briefed his ZL amateurs as a result of an announcement by the New Zealand Government on the move from Level 4 to Level 3 of their COVID lockdown. For our New Zealand readers and listeners, there is no change for the services on offer from NZART or NZARTHQ. Where possible, Mark said we will continue to deliver as many services as possible. NZARTHQ is still open for business Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday from 9 till 2pm. Contact is made only by email or telephone. NZART continues to remain to be your voice for amateur radio in New Zealand. So, heads up everyone, we will come out of this and although things may change and look different than before, we will persevere. That was Mark Gooding, Zulu Lima 2 Uniform Foxtrot India NZART President. To India, a feel-good story now. Radio Amateur delivers medicines to elderly. The Times of India reports on a radio amateur in West Bengal who drove 98 kilometres to deliver medicines. The newspaper says on Wednesday, Suporno Sen received an SOS from Swapan Dutta, an elderly resident of Rahara who was in need of some medicines that weren't available locally. Sen, who isn't a relative or an acquaintance of the elderly man, collected the medicines and delivered them. Sen, whose favourite hobby is amateur radio, has emerged as a COVID warrior in these trying times. Ham operators from the state have provided yeoman services across the country during natural disasters such as cyclones, floods and earthquakes. Now they're using their network to help people in need. We have been providing assistance to people ever since the lockdown was announced, said Victor Uniform 2, Juliet Foxtrot Alpha, Secretary West Bengal Radio Club. To Europe now, Finland world record book contender for world's longest call sign. 10 Oscar Hotel 0 to Oscar Hotel 9 special call signs with the suffix Pi Psychotona 
Papa Yankee, Sierra Yankee, Kilo Oscar, Tango Oscar, November Alpha, which is finished for Stay at Home, are active until the 3rd of July. They're on the air to raise awareness for social distancing and remaining at home during the COVID-19 pandemic. In the United Kingdom, get on the air to care. The Radio Society of Great Britain, working in partnership with the National Health Service NHS, has launched a campaign called Get on the Air to Care to support the emotional health and well-being of 75,000 licensed UK radio amateurs, just some of the 3 million worldwide. It linked with World Amateur Radio Day last Saturday week, which also celebrated this innovative global community. Steve Thomas, Mike One, Alpha Charlie Bravo, General Manager of the RSGB, explained, Please help to increase amateur radio activity through club and repeater group nets, chatting with your friends or just by calling CQ. If you'd like to show your support for the NHS at the same time, Ofcom is happy for radio amateurs to add slash November Hotel Sierra to the end of their call signs. GB1 NHS, the UK's National Health Service radio communications station, will be on the air as part of this campaign, so listen out for it. VDSL interference reporting. In many areas of the UK, all of the HF amateur bands up to and including 20 metres are being blighted by interference from VDSL. This is the most widespread means of providing residential broadband internet services in the UK, Ofcom, which is responsible for investigating radio interference, says that it receives on average only six complaints per year on the topic and won't take any significant action. The RSGB president has written a letter in the May edition of Radcom asking for every radio amateur who suffers from VDSL interference to submit a complaint to Ofcom so that they can demonstrate the size of the problem. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Time now for Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV. And first up, 5 MHz. The latest edition of the 5 MHz newsletter, number 24, is now available for free PDF download from the External Links section of the Wikipedia 60 Meter Band page or the RSGB 5 MHz page. This edition includes 5 MHz news from 7 countries, a 5 MHz controlled feeder radiation dipole, and features the latest world of 5 MHz map. Of course, Aussie hams still have the 5 MHz 60 metre band on our ACMA wish list. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ATV. And for ATV stations looking for material, might I suggest you can't go past the WIA news videos on YouTube Put together by Bevan, VK5BD. Just search YouTube for VK5BD. Speaking of YouTube, check out OSCOD, a short film about amateur radio. It's on a YouTube channel called Dust, D-U-S-T, which has science fiction short films content. At the beginning of April, Dust presented a short film whose theme addresses amateur radio, entitled Voskod, meaning sunrise in Russian. Voskot is about a recluse radio operator who, after repairing his amateur radio with parts found in the forest, receives a distress call from a stranded Soviet cosmonaut in orbit. Voskot is a mixture of the American film Frequency and the Cuban film Sergio and Sergei. Another YouTube channel, Bros of Decay, that's B-R-O-S, features a video titled Abandoned Mansion of a Portuguese Radio Amateur Found His Radio Room. 
It's a cool YouTube video with a ham-related story. And these guys have a YouTube channel where they visit abandoned homes and show us one where they've found in northern Portugal with a surprise. An old ham radio shack appears on minute 1730. Paying attention to the QSL cards on the wall, you'll see that the shack was owned by CT1ZB till 1995 approximately when they had to abandon the house. Enjoy it. It's a cool story. Worldwide Special Interest Group's CW, learning Morse code during the lockdown. With many people having some additional time on their hands as a result of the lockdown and look for something to do, how about learning or relearning Morse code? Electronic-notes.com have a video that's aimed at helping those who are starting out learning Morse code. The video sounds out the letters three times and the letter itself and the dots and dashes appear on the screen as an aid to learning it. They're currently preparing some further videos, giving numbers and then random letters. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio, Warrow in Recess. Disturbing news in this week's NZ Art break-in newsletter is that Warrow, Women Radio Operators, is T, Tread Water. After the Warrow Executive Meeting this month, being April, there was a motion passed that Warrow goes into recess until they can meet at a full NZRT AGM to discuss the future of Warrow. This was seconded and agreed by the Executive Committee. Therefore, Warrow is now in recess until the AGM being held in Napier 2021, where a special general meeting will be held, not an AGM. Executive Committee positions will remain the same until then, and subs do not need to be paid this year. Finances will be maintained and held by the Treasurer until the meeting in Napier. The Executive Committee said the reason behind the recess is self-explanatory due to the lack of or no support from Warrow members, leaving them no alternative. There will no longer be a Warrow page in the break-in. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio, somewhere in the Atlantic. April 15 marked the 108th anniversary of one of the world's largest maritime disasters, the sinking of the Titanic. The South Wales Argus newspaper reports it was the day, too, when the blood of a Gwent Amateur radio enthusiast ran cold. For Artie Moore, MNX picked up the distress signal from the stricken ship, thousands of miles away in the chilly Atlantic at his home in Gallagros Mill. But no one believed him until days later when news of the tragedy, in which more than 1,500 people died, reached the mainland. Artie was 26 at the time, and the signal came through on his homemade wireless radio setup in the early hours of April 15, 1912. He raced to inform police about the distress calls that he picked up from the Titanic, but they did not believe him. One of the distress calls he had received was faint, but read, CQD, CQD, SOS, DEMGY, position 41.44 north, 50.24 west, Require immediate assistance. Come at once. We have struck an iceberg. Sinking. CQD stood for Come Quickly Distress, and MGY was the radio name for the Titanic. Sadly, the rest is now well documented in history. That's all for Worldwide Special Interest Group News for this week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ham radio operational news. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. 
Harrow Angel Sprint, it happened Saturday, May the 2nd, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. May 3031, the CQ Worldwide WPX contest for amateurs worldwide to contact as many amateurs and prefixes as possible during the contest using CW. The Big K Show is the June long weekend, which is a weekend June 6 and 7. IARUHF World Championship July 13 14. Trans Tasman Low Band Contest, next contest 17 July, and has the aim of encouraging low band activity between VK and ZL on the 160, 80, and 40 metre bands using SSB, CW, RITI, or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15 16. Oceania Contest, voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October the 3rd to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October the 4th. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October the 10th to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 11. CQ Worldwide DX SSB October 24-25. CQ Worldwide DX CW November 28-29. December 6 to 8, 160 metres worldwide. December 14-15, 10 metres worldwide. Ted Powell Moral DX Challenge. Four award periods, each of three months starting in January of each calendar year and two categories in the contest. Most Wanted and Top 5. Top 5 when you try and work the 5 Most Wanted DXCC entities. Most Wanted we work the Most Wanted DXCC entity. The DX entities in play are those Most Wanted during those 3 month windows. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. WIA DX Awards Program. New Elite 5 Band DXCC Award. With the story, Graham Alston, BK3GA, WIA Awards Manager, enters the studio. The WIA Awards Committee is pleased to announce the expansion of our DXCC Awards to include the Elite 5-Band DXCC Award. This additional award caters for users who are at the top of the DXCC Awards, but who are looking for a truly elite challenge, particularly on 80 and 10 metres. Participants can now apply for this award when they have at least 200 confirmed DXCC entities on each of 80, 40, 20, 15, and 10 metre HF bands. As well as receiving a certificate, a beautiful plaque is also available in recognition of this lifetime achievement. This can be ordered from the awards website. Endorsements in increments of 10, as well as honour roll and excellence are also available for this award. Full details can be found on the awards website. 73 from Graham Alston, VK3 GA, WIA Awards Manager, on behalf of the awards committee. Thanks, Graham. Now to BK3GK and soon to be WA Director Lee Moyle. Thanks, Felix. From Saturday, April 18, 2020, and for a period of six months, the Wilds Institute of Australia will be activating a special on air event to celebrate WIA's 110 years anniversary. The Wilds Institute of Australia, as different IAIU societies around the world decide to, to join a special event in which we encourage as many amateurs as possible to get on the air and contact as many WIA stations as possible to celebrate the 110 years anniversary as the oldest amateur radio society in the world. The WIA official station call signs are VK1WIA, VK2WIA, VK3WIA, VK4WIA, VK5WIA, VK6WIA, VK7WIA, VK8WIA and VI110WIA. Those contacting one or more of the special event stations will be eligible for a special commemorative certificate noting their participation. 
QSL confirmation will be available using EQSL and LO2W or Log of the World. Are you active on social networks? Don't forget to use the hashtags. Hashtag WeAreWIA, hashtag WIA110years, hashtag Team WIA. And be proud to be part of our team. See you on the air. 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. A great initiative indeed, Lee. Now, what's going to happen with IWW this year? Kevin VK2C has just answered this in an email to editor Graham VK4BB. Kevin told me, I came to the decision about the ILLW going ahead based on two things. One was we don't know what the situation is going to be in August as far as rules and restrictions go, so I felt that cancelling it at this stage was premature. Secondly, the rules in each country and in each state in some countries are so different, so some will have no problems participating, whereas others will find it difficult or nigh impossible. That is why I've left the onus on the operators to decide what they will do. It is also a light at the end of the tunnel, a glimmer of hope that someday in the future there will be an event that people can look forward to. As the event is not a contest and there are no rules about operating, I can't see anything wrong with operators working from home trying to contact the lighthouses that are on the air. So there we are, Felix and listeners. ILLW is a goer. Cooey! I also received a cooey from Ian Godsell, Ian VK3JS. Cooey! Is a call that many of our soldiers would have loved to hear when they were in foreign lands doing their best to protect our liberties. I would like to issue that call to all D-Star operators in VK and the world to join in a new net on Reflector 91C. We made a small start last Wednesday, so now let us hope that more of you will tune your D-Star radios and join in. The net is on Reflector 91C on Wednesday nights following the Newsline broadcast, which starts at 09.30 hours UTC or 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time. So the net itself should start at approximately 0950 hours. As we are all staying home these days and there is little of any serious content on television, here is an opportunity to get your D-Star radios working. The details again, Wednesday nights, 0930 hours or 7.30pm, Eastern Australian Time on D-Star Reflector 91C. Hear you there. 73 from Ian, VK3JS. AX and ZM for Anzac Day. Quite a lot of Aussie and Kiwi stations were on the air Saturday as our two nations on at Anzac Day. One particular exercise was BYOTA, Backyards on the Air. Backed by popular demand, yes, seriously, people, we have been emailing ZL3AB, the coordinator. Another BYOTO was held on Saturday, 25th of April. As it was Anzac Day, it ran from 0100 hours Zulu to 0300 hours Zulu to allow we VK cousins to join after our commemorations, be it at the front of the house where our path met the street. The event set up and operated portable in backyards. Peter, G4XX, 
will be activated as GB4SAH for stay at home until the 30th of April to help amateurs pass the time during the lockdown. The RAF Amateur Radio Society will be activating the special event GB75VED from the 1st to the 28th of May for members' homes. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Well, now to the 2020 social scene, and you wouldn't believe it, but I've been taking the task as why we're not broadcasting cancellations. Well, unless you've been living under a rock, I'm afraid everything is off. We will start broadcasting as soon as we get new information, but our calendar has been wiped clean right through until November. And in November, in VK7, it's there by Enniel Hamfest. In VK4, it's the Rockhampton Amateur Radio Club's dinner, Saturday, November 21. Sunday, the 13th of December, it's the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Christmas party. And the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Christmas lights tour happens Friday, the 18th of December from 7pm. In 2021, in VK2, the tentative date, make a note of it, February 28 for the Wyong Field Day, and Alara Meet 2021 happens in Bendigo, October 1 through 4. So now till next we meet, remember, keep one wavelength away at 144 MHz. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly and stay safe. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.